0: all right well I've got my three upvotes before anyone's even here. I, I love that. It's three to one down voter man and here's my cava champagne. I'm not a champagne drinker I am of course talking to posterity here because uh, there are zero people here yet but <clears throat> nevertheless, Champagne, for some weird reason, goes right to my head. Uh, Oh, we got two people. Yeah, I was just saying. Champagne goes right to my head. It's one of those drinks that just like, whoa. And I've already had about one of these. So uh, I will probably be slurring my speech, getting belligerent, laughing. All sorts of shit might happen. I don't know. I've only been drunk once, and that was on purpose. I'm not drunk, but I can feel this is already affecting me a little bit. Hello, Samuel, listening with family. Well, I'll try and keep it polite, but you know what I'm like, so shield the ears of your young ones. (laughs) So, I've got nothing better to do, and I came across the High Priestess's um, comment on Jefferson Kim, Woolly Ram, hello, sir, how are you? We need to do another, another session. And you need to be preparing yourself for the priesthood, sir. It's going to be a rambly one. I'm afraid I am not going to try and do what I usually do, which is to try and uh, corral my brain for the benefit of the listeners. I will probably just speak the way I would speak to somebody that I can relate to -to one-to-one. Yeah, Jefferson Kim. Um... He looks a bit like this guy that I saw on a podcast with uh, the PKA guys, Steve something or other. I think he's some hockey player or something who used to get into a lot of fights. Anyway, this um, Jefferson Kim guy wrote a post about uh, polygamy for Colombia. And I mean, that's retarded. Um, and of course, uh, Dilo asked about why is... Um, you know why such a high divorce rate in Colombia? Like eighty-four percent, apparently, of children are born out of wedlock. Um, oh, good. Family can't hear, no need to censor. Oh, good, good. I didn't want to shock your poor husband and children. <laughs> there he is, Jefferson Kim. Yes, I saw you put. Yep, yeah, that's right. Hi, Jefferson. Good of you to come in. I, I, I like that. Um, Now, uh, we don't know each other at all. I think I've read one of your blog posts previously, and it was some... Oh, I know what it was. It was, I think you had a a picture of, like, uh, 1 to 10, like, how women look sort of thing, with, like, photographs, and I mean, like, the 1s to 3s just make you feel sorry for them, man. I take the knee... Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's to me or to the Lord Jesus, but I, I hope it's due to him anyway. No one needs to take, uh, I defer to Vox Day. Okay, well, in that case, I, I, I want to ask you then, because I was ready to rail into you about polygamy is just bullshit, and I speak from experience, because although I'm a married Catholic now, I... Uh, Well, let's just say I went through a period where uh, I would have four or five women in the same sort of orbit and then uh, I'd get bored of all of them, get rid of all of them and then start the process up again and each time it was like, you know, I'd move up sort of quality and prettiness, unfortunately craziness too, but I call for a champion on my behalf. (laughs) No, 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 I'm sorry, Jeff. We don't do lawyers here. Lawyers are parasites that need to be exterminated, and whether there were or were not gas chambers in a certain point in the past, there certainly should be when it comes to lawyers. They're absolute scum, and we don't need anybody to advocate for you. We, uh, you can defend yourself. Polygamy is a sign of high tolerance for pain. Hello, poster child. I've read about your saga about being somewhat shadow banned on Social Galactic. I hope that's sorted out. So, yeah, I I don't know exactly what your take is, Jeff, but let let me say something, a few things. One, PUAs, pickup artists, are fucking idiots. They're useless. I have met several of them um, they're mostly completely incompetent. I actually did a seminar. Uh, I took a seminar of a guy called Hypnotica, Eric. And the reason I did that had nothing to do with pickup because I never had a problem getting women. Uh, It was because he's a hypnotist of Ericksonian hypnosis and he's pretty good. um, and I wanted to check out how good he was. So that's why I went to that. And yeah, that guy definitely gets laid a lot, but then he also owns a strip club. So it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. And, but the generic concept of pickup artists is they're essentially preying on other men. So it's, I've never met anybody that defines themselves as a pickup artist. There is anyone I would fucking waste time having coffee with. They're complete idiots. They don't know a damn thing. And they don't understand life they don't understand women because they don't understand human beings they are robotic little freaks so um you know if you're coming from that side of things yeah i'm not gonna have a lot of respect for that um hi ben yeah it is i've just insomnia drinking it's friday night fuck it i just thought (laughs) i'm doing this um All sorted, did it to myself. That's the best kind of pain, though, isn't it? Post a child, when you learn from your mistake. So, Jeff, I I just wanted to clarify. You understood it from his position. Okay, I'm I'm not clear that Vox ever wrote about polygamy. No, I, I didn't say you did claim that, but I think... And i got to admit, I didn't get to the end of your post. Um, I haven't read the full thing because this was coming up. So, are you suggesting that it would be a good thing for the Colombians to have polygamy? Uh, Because that's kind of the gist that I got from the... I read two-thirds of it or so. Um, Hello, Baron von Ble, the most loyal live streamer. Because if that's the case, then, then you've got a problem. And there's something else there's something that you need to understand about um, nationalities and I have done a thing on Colombians it's uh, it was video 114 it immediately got taken down hello Dixie Catholic that, that's such a cool name I love that and the flag um, yeah it, it was video 114 on the nations various nations it got immediately taken down by YouTube because I think some fat American complained but it's on bit shoot. So if you go on bit shoot and you look for the Kurgan, you can find out what I think about Colombians. Um, okay. He states what exactly? That, that uh, polygamy is good? Um, I'm not sure. I'm five minutes behind. Hello, the Kurgan. How are you? Hi, Alpha 7. We're all good. Despite being Asperger's, even I can sense there's something very wrong with Pua's. They just ooze deception and hunger. Exactly. And Ben, if you're Aspie, and you can spot that, you probably have a relatively high IQ, which, go and look at, I think it's video number four. I did a video on Asperger's with high IQ. It's a bonus. We are the mutants, you know. like, just remember, Magneto was right in the comic books. I don't watch the movies that... In the comic books, Magneto was right. We are the next evolution. Homo sapiens was left behind. We, as with high IQ, are just the next step up. Um, okay, Jeff. Uh, you seem like a nice guy. I, I don't want to just take on you for no reason, and I don't know your story. I don't know you, so let me be. Let me be kind of cool. There you go. 137 is definitely above. Just you're just just clearing the midwit range. Very good. Um, so, the thing about Colombians is that they're the most unreliable fuckers on the earth. I mean, they're worse than Brazilians, and that's saying something. Their women are super slutty. Their men are completely unreliable. So I don't think that, you know, what you're dealing with there, I think, is the cocaine-addled admixture of mestizos from all over the planet have just gone there and I've concentrated, you know, like Canada, like Canada has concentrated all the gayness into like one country. Colombia's concentrated all the slutty unreliableness of the world in one place. i got to admit there are women, no other way around the body, but, um, whether it's yours, the next door neighbors or the guy next door, yeah. Eh. And, you know, so that's part of the problem. And it doesn't mean that just because she's a nine or whatever that she's going to be loyal to the little delta because they are... You know, it's it's a little bit unfair because I, I think there's always probably at least one person from whatever nation that's okay. But basically, if you think of Colombians as... Ex- absolute prostitutes, complete whores that will do anything for five bucks, but will actually do it for free, but still care about the five bucks, then you're starting to understand what that culture is like. Um, So that's my take on it. But now as a generic take, polygamy is a terrible fucking idea. It's an absolutely terrible idea. And history tells us this, because again, If you look at the Jews in the Old Testament, they all had multiple wives. And look at the shit that those guys get up to. I mean, David, right? Main guy, David. The main guy kills his best friend, one of his best friends, just so he can bang his wife. And, you know, it's like, I mean, uh, what's his name? Solomon wrote, um, is it Ecclesiastes? The one where there's nothing new under the sun, everything sucks. And he's got like 300 concubines. I mean, that guy is an unhappy motherfucker, you know. Probably because he has 300 concubines. The thing about polygamy, and I think I've mentioned this before, is that if you are going to be the kind of guy that can have, you know, three wives, four four or five wives, whatever, and, you know, I've, I've been through that sort of situation where I, know I could do that if I wanted to, I could, I could have that, but you'd be absolutely alone. Uh, now, as a man, you're generally alone anyway. You're born alone, you live alone, you die alone, and that includes in your in your marriage and whatever. Because there are things that, because you're a man, you you could you shouldn't and you and you won't um, necessarily share with your wife in terms of um, weight, because it's it's for you to take it. You know, so it's not it's not fair to share all your fears or whatever we say your wife, you know, and I'm not saying that you can't share some of them or whatever, but you have to be judicious in that, you know, when, when the shit hits the fan, you can't expect your wife to be like standing next to you firing away in in the trench. You know, it's your job to be firing away in the trench and it's your job to plan for things so that you're alone when you're firing alone in that trench and your wife and kids are safe somewhere else. Um, So in that respect, you're already kind of alone. But with a one-to-one marriage, that aloneness is is very minimal, really. And if you're not a pussy, it's not a big deal. But if you've got four or five wives, most of your interaction with the women will be spent in managing the women. You become a manager. You become, you know, like a manager of of pussy. It's just... and, And man, trust me, that's just like... That's only for secular people that are asleep and have got nothing better to do. So if you've got no particular aim in life, no particular overall ambition, and, you know, pussy is your main aim, and that's what you're going to do, yeah. But otherwise, um, it's just detracting, it's a distraction, it's a gigantic distraction from reality, from real life, from important things. Oh, Ben. Yeah, probably it will probably get taken down. But oh well. Also, Jeff, uh, you you seem like a. I was watching this PKA um, uh, podcast with a guy called Steve something or other, some hockey player I don't know, but he was quite a cool guy. And I guess he was Asian or half Asian, and you you look very similar. So I'm guessing you're uh, of some kind of. Chinky denomination, um, yeah, this will probably get taken down. Tough titties. I'll I've, the video saved. I'll post it on Bitchute if it gets taken down. Too bad. Yep, and the Kingdom of Israel was torn in two due to David's sin with Bathsheba. There you go, Wooly Ram, who is a soon-to-be Catholic priest, my man in Jerusalem. Uh, and Runner Bean says he very much enjoyed my conversation with Wooly Ram. Well, we need to do another one. So, um, thou shalt kind of, sort of, support polygamy. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the Old Testament sort of view, yeah. But the New Testament, no. Which both the Old and the New Testament do, in my opinion, and the opinion of many theologians. Certainly, this single marriage, divorce culture doesn't seem to be working out very well. Okay, Jeff, Um, you said you can take it. I hope so, because I think you're a nice guy. And so, let me just preamble before I finish my champagne and go full kurgan on your ass, that being a little aspie, I'm not given to polite niceties just because I think they're a waste of time. And I'm given to speaking the truth pretty much as blatantly and directly as I see it. So here's my take on it. You are a bit of a pussy. You're a bit of a haven't had enough pussy, don't know how to get enough pussy, and you're kind of a bit scared of pussy. That's why we're saying these things, because, um, no, 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 don't give me Vox Day stuff, you know, I know Vox very well, and uh, he's been a, a family man for a long time, so, no, we're not talking about Vox, talking about you, dude, don't hide behind Vox. Um, I don't believe that the New Testament in any way does support polygamy, um, and I think it's, again, Jesus above everybody else in the Bible. And he does say, you know, one pretty much one man, one woman, and you're not to divorce. And you were allowed to divorce in the Old Testament just because you're hard-hearted, stiff-necked assholes. Um, but from the first, it should be one flesh. Now, you need to understand that I don't come from that belief system as the origin. Quite the opposite. I mean, I started out that way just because naturally I think we're built that way. And then I kind of got broken, because, um, you know, I had one long-term girlfriend, and that went south, no fault of hers, Um, you know, I I misunderstood certain things, I thought that she would be a certain type of person, and I was kind of waiting for that for a long time, and then I realized that I was waiting for something that would never happen, Um, so that didn't work. And then I got married shortly after that to somebody that I care deeply about still, but obviously was not the right person for me. Um, And then after that, I met somebody that I thought, well, she's actually going to fit. She's going to be the one. And that didn't work out because of some kind of weird logistics. Then I was briefly, you know, these were all shortening periods of time, briefly with another girl that kind of got to me, although I knew it would never work out from the beginning. And then after that, I just said, well, fuck it. I'm obviously not built for relationships. And I went through... uh, huge number of women in a very short period of time and uh and then I realized I could keep doing that as long as I wanted and it was only then that I thought well you know that's not really a challenge I can do that now so maybe a challenge is having a family that would be kind of tough so I got married again I did that that went completely fucking shit-faced on me and um and there, that was, you know, that was one of my solid mistakes in that I didn't recognize a narcissist for, for being a narcissist. But we all fuck up. Um, and then after that, it was like, well, I'm done, you know. Then I was just with random women. It, it didn't really, I didn't care. didn't care anymore about being with anybody or whatever. And uh, that's when I, but that's when I had my road to Damascus moment and I got to, you know, eventually I got to Catholicism. At which point I still thought, well, that's never going to happen for me because, yeah, I believe Catholicism is correct. I see the right route. I see the right path. But I'm never going to be able to fit with that. And then again, but I kept praying regularly to like make me as I need to be know, make me as I need to be. And invariably somehow I got there. And I can tell you now that the difference between being proper Catholic and proper married compared to having however many women you want is no comparison. And for people that haven't gone through that, you've got nothing to measure it against. So, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And don't get me wrong, you know, I can see a sexy woman walking down the road and sort of think, hmm, she looks pretty. But you know there's no impetus for me to do anything about it because it doesn't compare to what i've got and, and it just doesn't so um, that's where i'm coming from and it fits precisely with what the bible tells us and with what the catholic church teaches it actually works it just really actually works I do believe that for it to truly work, you need to either be a proper Catholic, really understand Catholicism, That that's the safest bet, because um, that, that will put you on the right path. If you're not completely proper Catholic, then the best scenario is if you actually just meet somebody when you're young, you're both young, you both meet, and you both haven't really had anybody else, and you sort of grow up together, now that, Can down the line become like because you're surrounded by the the secular world telling you grass is green on the other side constantly throughout your day, millions of times a day. So over time, you might stray, and that's why, again, you won't only if you're a proper hardcore Catholic. So I would say the safest route ought to be a proper hardcore Catholic. That's safest rule number one. Rule number two either meet when you're really young or the other way, but I don't suggest it, I don't I don't condone it, I don't think it's a good way for people to try and live, is to go the way I've gone. You know, you go all around the whole circle a few times, and then, you know, then you become a proper Catholic, and then you're like, oh, that's what it's all about. And because I have those experiences, I, don't, I know that I'm not missing out on anything, you know. Um, so... I think those are the two safest routes, but polygamy is an absolute shit show. And if you look at history, again, just look at what happened in Israel. Just look at what happened to all of Islam throughout its existence because of having multiple wives and therefore multiple children. So, no, polygamy is an absolute pagan, crappy, shitty thing that doesn't... Uh, is not good and I do not believe that it is at all condoned in the in the New Testament. Okay, Um, now as for the single, that why I said you're a bit afraid of pussy, Jeff, is because you're saying there uh, the single marriage divorce culture doesn't seem to be working out very well. Yes, that's true, but again, who's that true for? The average man who gets married to the average woman who are both influenced by the average constant sewage that comes out of every electronic device you own, constantly, and yeah, that corrupts you. Yes, and then it gives advantages to women for the most short-term, short-term benefit, security blanket of the state that, and and women are, you know. I, I remember reading on some, I don't know where it was, but um, somebody basically saying, you can't blame herd animals for having agency, they don't have any agency. <laughs> you know? And to a certain extent, women are, are a little bit like herd animals. You know, It's up to you um, to pick the right woman and to lead the right woman in the right way. So... You know, again, say my wife, say I was not Catholic, if I had not become convinced that Catholicism was the right way, I met my wife 11, well, where are we now, Like 14 years ago, and we did have a kind of half one night stand type thing, again, I don't know, some years back, um, 12 years ago, whatever. And I knew right from the moment I met her that I was like, she's it kind of thing. But it just never worked out. And, you know, she was like too crazy and I was too rigid and, you know, inflexible in my life. Fuck you sort of thing. As soon as you do something, I, it would have never worked out. And even years later, you know, when we did get together, if I had not been on the path to Catholicism, it still wouldn't have worked out. Because if you don't have... A foundation that is based on rock-solid truth, there's so much shit that we both lived with, that we both had in our past, baggage and all sorts, you know, we both have a kid each and from previous things, and it would have just never worked. But with a solid foundation of Catholicism, it's rock-solid. So those are very important points, you know, and... If you're saying, well, you know, the modern world doesn't uh, lend itself to proper marriage, you're absolutely right. But the modern world doesn't lend itself to Catholicism and truth either. So, you know, it's part of the same problem. I hear one problem with polygamy is that it leaves a lot of men without a wife, which can then breed extremism in those men. Yeah. Those are just theories, man. You know. Besides, look, I don't really worry about all the other guys. You know, it's like when I was secular type, and they were like, "Oh well, there's a lot of homosexuals." i was like, I don't give a shit. It just means more pussy for me, man. You know, it's like who cares what the other guys are doing? I'm I'm not concerned with other men. They they don't feature in my my world, really. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not a very social type. a direct quote from Vox. What is a direct quote from quote from Vox? The Old and New Testament certainly this single marriage divorce country. Well, I don't know. I don't know when he said that. Um, yeah, I don't know, I'll ask him. I don't think that Vox is ever advocating for polygamy. I think what he's saying is that certain men have the ability to, to, you know, be in a polygamous relationship. And also, you know, Vox messed around before he got married, but he's been married a very long time. So a lot of Vox's theories on women in the modern day are uh, intellectualized positions with some experience, but, you know, quite old experience. Um, I was doing that shit not too long ago, you know, so, uh, yeah. I would love to watch a stream where you call Vox that pussy to his face. Oh, Vox is not a pussy. Um, there's, a, there's a difference. Um, no, no, Vox is not a pussy. He's, <laughs> I do believe he's on record as saying that um, he wouldn't want to get into an altercation with me <laughs> And I don't I still don't know if it was him or his wife or both of them that said when they first met me One of a mutual friend sort of said so what do you think of the Kurgan? what's that guy really like? And I think that the quote the response was terrifying which I must admit I was a bit hurt But No, Vox, Vox is not a pussy at all he is uh, you also got to understand that it's a different take. Like Vox, is, Vox can appear to be a lot of things that he's actually not because, you know, he's kind of autistic in his own special way. I think most people that have an IQ over 150 or whatever thereabouts they are kind of weird. And uh, this is just going to make me sound bad. So... When Vox makes an observation, coming from anybody else, that might be a complete gamma weird shitty move that's like, what, the guy's just a freak. But once you understand how Vox's brain works, it's like, no, that's just him literally making an observation that's got nothing to do with like his own ego or, and it's, it's quite a hard thing for most people to notice. Um... And, and it doesn't even come through in his writing unless you read enough of it, you know. I got fooled by that when I first read his stuff. I thought it was just a retarded, you know, sort of Baptist fundamentalist moron. And then I read enough of his blog, and then I sent him an email saying, shit, I actually need to apologize, as though we've never spoken. Because when I first came across your blog, I thought you were just a complete cretin. And then on reading it, I realized, no, you're actually not. You're actually just saying what's... And it's because of that. He actually posted that email. I don't know. It was probably 2013 or something like that. I don't know. He made a blog post of it. And, um, and then we met in Paris. And, you know, I've been to his place a few times. So <coughs> I've, I've um, given quite a lot of money to, to some of his things, his projects. And um, he's a cool guy. I, I like him. I like Vox. He's always an interesting conversation with him. Um, so he's not, nah, he's not a pussy at all. And I I think actually it was in Paris that we were talking to these three, these three young guys came up and started asking me stuff about women and and martial arts and stuff. And Vox came up and we were sort of talking with them and he said, look, you know, and um, Space Bunny was talking to Milo and he goes, well, you never know. I mean, my wife might run off with Milo, (laughs) which, you know, is hilarious if you know who Milo is. But if that happens, well, I'll just find a better younger model, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of the attitude that he has, you know, and it is a genuine attitude, um, you know. It's, um, any insight for men raising small children after their spouses pass away? Opinion over remarrying. pattern von Blair, I have a very good friend of mine who, um, That exact thing happened to him. He was married to a Brazilian lady, had uh, two children, and then she died. She died of cancer. He's a hardcore Catholic, like myself, uh, and was a hardcore Catholic longer than I've been. Um, He met another lady, they married, and they now have another three-fourth child coming. So they're going to have six kids now between his previous two and, and the ones they're making together. Um, absolutely, remarrying is um, perfectly okay in the Catholic Church. After you, If your spouse dies, you're absolutely allowed to remarry. And, uh, and if you have small children and you're a single man, um, the only thing I would say is be careful who that woman is. She has to... And th- this goes for women even more than men. If you're a single woman with, uh, with small children and you're going to remarry be very careful because the incidence of abuse by men of uh, their stepchildren, um, not necessarily sexual abuse but also physical abuse and so on is very high. So you need to be with somebody who is uh, objective enough and empathic enough, which are two things that are almost a little bit opposite that they're gonna treat your kids well. Um, and that can only you can only see that over time as well, you know. They might have good intentions it doesn't mean that their instincts are going to be right so be careful about that but absolutely yeah i um i would definitely suggest you you do find another woman if if that's your situation and if it is i'm you know you've got my sympathies man that's that's a hard place to be misanthropes unite never mind very good Um, yes, absolutely. I don't think for... It. No, she definitely wouldn't have <laughs> met the woman. and <laughs> Yeah, he's likely to find... To wake up with a slit throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would love to watch a stream where you go, Vox, there, Buzzi, sorry, that is a joke, because I know you guys are both fighting. Yeah, no, I've, I've got no... Be- you know, that, that's the interesting thing. When you, when you get two guys that actually have sort of, you know, <laughs> been around the block a little bit, fighting and whatever with women whatever we're we're not gonna gonna disagree on much. Even if we disagree on stuff, it's just gonna be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Because we know what it takes to get to to you know to blows and it's not worth it. And you're a cool guy and I quite like you sort of thing. It's not you know um Hello Vox laughed at what I said to you, DPM. Okay, DPM, I don't know what it was that you said to me that Vox laughed at. Uh, So, share the joke. Same here, Vox does grow on you. Yeah, you know, it takes a while to understand where he comes from because, and he's getting better, as he gets older, he's getting better at explaining his position because initially he didn't bother and you're just like, what the fuck do you actually mean, dude? And then, you know, people would get upset and would call him a racist and he was like, what are you, all you stupid people calling me racist for, <laughs> it's just, but then he doesn't bother to like explain it, because like, ah, whatever, Um and you know how he speaks very slowly on, on his stream, that's because he's probably got another three things going on in his head at the same time, you know, so yeah, it takes a little while to figure him out, but uh, you know, he's a cool guy, Uh, Milo and Space Bunny on Twitter was short, glorious, and cattier in the city pound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Milo and, and uh, Space Bunny can be extremely Milo is very quick. He's very quick on the uptake and uh, he's, he's very funny. Um, you know, I, I only met him in person in Paris, uh, but he was, uh, he was a very cool guy. He's very, very charming. Um, very well read. Especially considering he's relatively young, well, compared to us wiser men. (laughs) Um, But he's very well read. Um, Yeah, educated. uh, Educated man, obviously. And, you know, he's got his obvious flaw, but um, we we all have a flaw somewhere. His is just kind of big and painful in the butt. But uh, that's, that's his problem, not mine, so. It's not, I'm not sure what 28 KB means. It's like two to five minute delay for me, but I'm in Puerto Rico. Oh, it's Puerto Rico-like. I actually looked at that as a potential getaway place. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what your situation is. Jeff, Come on, Jeff, tell us. Are you married? Do you have kids? Are you juggling uh, three uh, nice uh, South American ladies? Dial up, yeah. Jefferson, you're an American living in Puerto Rico, writing for Men of the West. Yeah, well, and and he's not Caucasian, guys. <laughs> you know, he's not just looking at you through through like because it's sunny out there. He's he's got a little bit of that going on. Yeah, I, I love that though. That he's um, an American living in Puerto Rico of Asian origin, and he's writing for Men of the West. I think that's hilarious. And it's very much in keeping with the, the guys who run men in Men of the West, by the way. Right, what else did I want to talk about? Oh. Oh, pardon me. Come on, DPM. What did Vox laugh at? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, Vox is a true Sigma, but uh, you know we, we're we're a breed apart, really, because I I think sigmas are all individualistically really weird to pin down it's not like if you're a bit like you know like a woman it's like how you know to please a woman you could there's there's the joke among comedians that how to please a woman you got to figure out what her tweaks are and whatever and there's some truth in that sigmas are kind of the same you know they're all very kind of unique people so that it doesn't mean that you figured out one sigma, you're going to figure out another one, because they're going to be totally weird in some other strange way, you know? <laughs> Very good. I'm a banana. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. <laughs> See, I love that. I love people that can call themselves coconuts and bananas. Or me, I just look white but I'm black, especially from the waist down. Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, it's, and I'm solo, and I, I still want not eat my cat, yeah. Well, I did say that, that you've got a fortify plan for when the gangs are roving armies, um, and that, you know, some of us are choosing that uh, solo route. It's not the smartest route. It's not the safest route, but um, some of us are just wired that way. Would you do a stream conversation with Rachel Fulton Brown? She seems to be heading towards the deprivationism. Her medieval history lectures on unauthorized are very informative. They are indeed very informed. I would love to do a stream with Rachel Fulton Brown. I forgot what her name on Social Galactic is. I follow her, um, but... I'm horrible with names I I think it's fencing she's a fencer she used to fence I just remember that and I think that's part of her name I'll figure it out yeah I'll definitely uh, ask her to she's awesome Um, I love her lectures so yeah absolutely I strongly suggest you um, you listen to all the uh, um, medieval history lectures on on unauthorized I did and they're awesome yeah that that would be a... actually that's a very good idea if one of you guys can set that up that would be great fencing bear that's it yeah i'm gonna okay i'm gonna finger a message on social galactic in fact uh fencing bear at prayer well let me do that right now why not no time like the present so let's see uh, if i just load up Social Galactic, and let's see if I get her name spelled right. If it pops up, it should, I hope. Otherwise, I'm fencing bear, there you go. Oh, there's a fencing bear 04, and then there's fencing bear. Oh. Well, I'm just gonna say hello, professor. channel five sorry if I'm ignoring you guys I'm just typing and after two champagne glasses I have to focus Go, uh, let me just check it. Ah, uh, whatever Last uh, stream together, advocate religious and uh, and love you. Okay, done. So, I've sent her a message on um on social galactic. So, let's see what happens. Is it true you're only 18, Rogan's tall? It seems like you guys are trying to make me shorter. I believe it was 19. No, it's not true. I think I'm something like 23, Rogan's tall. I don't know what the unit of measure is. But yeah, I'm six foot two. And I've responded to that on Social Galactic. I think Fox is just confused because, you know, he loves to be hugged. Whenever we meet up, he loves his man hugs. And of course, I've got to stoop down to hug him. So innocently, he probably just thinks I'm like as tall as he is. But, you know, no, I'm not well it's not funny and it's not a coincidence that the west was so much stronger before the reformation and the catholic infiltrations it is and I, i'm guessing greyhound that you know that it is absolutely a connected situation there i'm the only person she follows on social galactic there you go that's why you are the high priestess So, please, send her a message for me. Yeah, she is. Uh, She's my favorite listener, unauthorized, too. Um, Yeah. It's late enough for the vodka. Well, I've finished my champagne. I've finished my tequila. I've only got a San Pellegrino down there, which is uh, water. So, I frustrate my atheist roommate telling him how the Catholic church was good at a point. Not just don't don't just tell him it was good tell him that he should be grateful I keep irritating him tell him he should be grateful for the fact that the Catholic Church invented science and the scientific method the Catholic Church Catholic monks invented the scientific method that's a fact an absolute fact what's up Israel infiltration force yeah that's right Matt pay attention to me Okay, Matt, I don't know what you're talking about. 3.3 inches. Yeah, I I don't know what that works out to. Uh, But yeah, it's definitely over 20. It is Woolly Ram. This was a man who was raised Orthodox Jewish. He's got a very interesting history. If you haven't seen our stream, our three-hour stream, watch it. It's, It's good. And it's true what he says. The Catholic Church is the fountainhead of everything we value in the modern world. Absolutely true. (laughs) That's the attitude. Jefferson Kim says, Thank you for calling me out. Treasure this and tell my wife that she has you to thank for not adding (coughs) extra wives to our household. (laughs) I, I don't know your wife, man. You know, may, maybe she likes girls too. You know, I'm not saying that it's for everybody. I'm just saying, generally speaking, it's certainly not a, a positive for civilization. Now, you know, does it work for some weird hermit that lives in the mountains with like three hotties? I don't know. I mean, all the ones that I know of don't end up well, you know, including people like um, the, um, you know, Charlie Manson, those kind of guys. It just turns out bad. Fox loves hugs. This is not. I know. I know. You know. He's very shy about it. You know. He's he's a little bit, a little bit shy about it. So if you ask him, he'll deny it. He'll tell you the Kurgan is lying. You know, the all sorts of things to avoid the fact that he just loves a manly hug, and and lingering. You know, not just a quick pat on the back. No, no. He loves those lingering man hugs. Did you watch her interview with EMJ? She was trying to punch through his bloviating to get to the point. He's good at making topics sound interesting, but often fails to answer the question directly. I tried to watch it. It was absolute drivel. He just drones on and on and on. And he, his spitty lisp is, frankly, I, I can't stand it. I know that EMJ would run a mile rather than, uh, you know, be interviewed with me. And he'll, he, you know, he'll whore himself out to anyone. But like a good grifting fraud, he knows that um, if he were ever to get interviewed by me, I would fucking bury him within seconds. I would literally crush all of his positions within minutes, and he knows that. Um, That's why he dodged my question on the James Fox Higgins show, Um, and he did so in a way that uh, proved that he knew exactly what I was talking about. How can I become Archbishop of the Kurgan cult? Well, for a start, Mr. Chris Govia, you have to become a hardcore Catholic. And then, if uh, your route is to become a priest, that means no pussy. Now, now I'm a hardcore Catholic, but i never advise that. You know, only special type of guys can become priests, and only some of those guys become bishops. So, becoming Archbishop... um, yeah, that's that's gonna take some doing, dude. Um, I I can't really advise you there, cause I'm um, um, I'm all for being Catholic, but uh, yeah, I I wouldn't be a pre- there's no way I'd be a priest, dude. And and the high priestess likes your blog, Jefferson Kim. You you are spared the full fire of the Kurgan thanks to his uh, high priestess. Yeah, I haven't read, I've read two blog posts of yours, mate, so I'm sure you're, you're you definitely sound like an intelligent guy and, uh, you know, you think about stuff, so that's that's a good start. It's rare as it is. Um, I refuse to listen to EMJ as much as I like RFB. I've heard about Logos from his perspective enough times. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I don't know why she even bothered to interview him, but, you know, people wake up at different speeds and different times, so... Yeah, not only did he deflect the question, he'll never answer that. I, I, I tell you, if I had EMJ in front of me for five minutes, I w- he would lose his shit within 35 seconds. The first two questions would just blow his fucking mind, because all I'd do is I'd pick up, okay, we've got 16 documents of Vatican II, pick one that's not intermirifica. Pick any one of the other ones, and I will show you direct heresy and that's all in my book so I'll just flip to that page you got right answer me this try and dodge that shit you can't try and dodge the fact that Ron Kelly was a freemason try and dodge the fact that we've got FBI documents that prove that he was invalidly elected try and dodge the fact that he approved the first of the two the 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 two documents that were first published in Vatican II were Inter Mirifica and one of the others. And the other one has got direct heresy in it. And guess what? Have we had anti-popes that were declared anti-popes after they died? Almost all of them were declared anti-popes after they died. So that applies to Roncalli too. There's three separate individual reasons why Roncalli was absolutely never a valid pope. So, go on. And like any other grifter and any other fake Catholic, There has been not one response to the city position, not one that is based on canon law, not one. They have no answer. It's just some emoting, like, I'm a Catholic. No, you're not. You're not even a basketball player. You don't know the rules, you don't know anything, so no. No, 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 not a Catholic bishop, Kurgan cult, Kurgan cult archbishop. Mm, No such position, I'm afraid. Um, we are of the warrior class, so at best you could be an inquisitor, and that would require you burning the freaks at the stake, and and militantly, uh, you know, ad- advocating against uh, freakiness of all sorts. So, you know, you, you you could be an inquisitor, you know, that 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 would work. That's right. You need to expand your genes. Yep, you're young, and so you should got to recommend Chakada versus Jenkins again. It's a demonstration of how strict adherence to the law enables mercy and charity. Absolutely correct. Willie Ram, I'm sorry, I missed a... a you said something about that uh, earlier on, that you watched some of the Chakada Jenkins... Um, I think you mentioned something earlier on. You have to write... Um, Dusk is skin beauty. Oh, Woolly Ram was saying, so a dusky-skinned beauty fooled you or you permitted her to fool you. It's more like I permitted her to fool me and she wasn't dusky-skinned at all. Um, I did uh, have another dusky-skinned one. She also didn't fool me, but I was just, yeah, she was, she kind of knew what she was doing in bed. They both did. And the other one was very, very white, I must say, a very Portuguese origin. Uh, okay, I don't know. I've, I've missed it. Uh, sorry about that, Bully Ram. I, I missed about the. Um, you said something about Chicada, but yeah, Father Chicada Well, I'm I'm sorry he died before I could speak with him. Uh, I didn't realize he was that close to death, and he died recently, a few days ago. So, um, but yes, absolutely. A strict adherence to canon law is um, does provide mercy and you know i call myself a sedevracionist although i do not hold the technical privationist position of father uh, Gerard de lorens for the simple reason that over time it has become blatantly obvious that all the the sedevracionists shall we say uh, merciful possible interpretation of certain things with the benefit of 60 years of hindsight it's it's quite obvious that 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 merciful position was not the case or or, or if it was it's irrelevant now because um, it didn't play out so there's no need to to take a special careful oh but maybe some of the bishops that voted in Montini were actually valid bishops doesn't matter the fact is that Montini was a complete heretic Uh, Roncalli was a complete heretic Wojcela was a complete heretic Ratzinger was a complete heretic Luciani was a complete heretic and Bergoglio is a complete heretic, so they were all complete heretics, and by the time that, we, you know, we're in today's day and age, all those people that still pretend that those people are Catholics, never mind popes, we are told in cum ex Apostolato officio anyone who receives any of these arch-heretics, public notorious heretics, as being valid, themselves become public and notorious heretics. So, it's very clear to know who is and isn't an actual Catholic and a member of the Catholic Church. Very simple. Have you seen that picture of you and BB with EMJ Creepy in the background? Yeah, I'm the guy. (laughs) The guy that flew me to Indiana took that photograph and then he showed it to me later and we pissed ourselves laughing. We showed it to Collington Bear and whatever. And it's it's up somewhere, Um, you know, and he's like, He's like the jealous girlfriend in the background or something, you know. It's just, he's pathetic. That guy's a complete grifter and uh, he's just about money and, and his status and, you know, he likes the attention um, and people are starting to wake up to him. So, he's becoming a bit more frantic in his interviews of late. Good, good. You're a certificantist, Good. Did Owen Benjamin pull some strings to get him on there? Possibly. I don't know. I haven't watched anything of Owen's in a long time, and I know that Owen likes EMJ, but Owen hasn't got a clue when it comes to theological stuff, Catholicism, Christianity. He, he's really not clued up in that respect at all. And um, I think you know he's he's, an, he's a He's I think his heart's in the right place, but he just takes advice from whoever. Um, is maybe the person at that moment, that whole thing with James True. I don't know the details, because, you know, I get emails, I get a lot of emails, I get people send me clips and stuff, and so I've watched, like, bits of it, and it's like, I've I've literally watched, like, I don't know, a few minutes of that James True guy, and it's like, who the fuck would think that this guy is not a burnt-out, cocaine fucking hippie within the first 10 seconds of listening to him? And apparently Owen you know, sung his praises for a while before he woke up or whatever, I don't know, it's like, the fuck, dude, you know, how how could you make that mistake, I, I don't know, and then there's the whole flat earth thing, you know, whatever, Owen's doing his thing, I'm not, but yeah, EMJ is a complete fucking grifter, and I've got him on my blog as, you know, Catholic, the grifter edition, him, Tay Tay Marshall, and whatever, Michel Voris, you know, that that gay guy, none of those people are Catholics. Um, Checada, who passed away recently, was a heretic. He denied the salvation dogma. What the hell are you talking about, EA? And speak up quickly before I ban your ass. Inquisitor it is. Good, good. I mean, Chicada sadly rejected the extra ecclesium nulla salus dogma, which has to be understood literally without exception. No, get into the details, get into the details EA, you're about to get banned, because I know what I think you're saying, and you're probably totally fucking wrong, like a lot of Protestants that speak about stuff they don't understand. After watching you for a while, I've found it increasingly easy to catch out frauds by asking very simple questions. They always obfuscate. The truth is usually very obvious. Absolutely correct, runner bean. Absolutely correct. What form for inquisition to take? Uh, Burning at the stake. It's the the well-known way to deal with pedophiles. When we next have a stream, I need to read the War Anointed Priest portion. Okay, I don't know what that is. Sounds very interesting. In fact, Holy Ram, let's set that up for, um, I don't know, next Friday night, if that works for you. Kurgan, when you read the Holy Ram's comments, you say it in his voice. (laughs) Okay, not aware that I do. I was referring specifically to our priest, doesn't have the right to withhold the sacraments, excluding clearly outlined cases. Yeah, absolutely. A priest um, generally doesn't have the right to do that. Good morning from Japan. Kai Jing TV. Very good. Owen is awesome, but he is a rhetorical guy. He has no logical discernment when he likes someone. Sang the praises of James, the Baal worshiper. Yeah. That's a very good description. He's an orthorical guy and has no logical discernment. That is is quite correct. What is this? Oop, oop, we, we might have a gamma alert. What is this about? Well, if you don't know, shut the fuck up and listen. Otherwise, you know, if you're just being an idiot and asking the same dumb question, you'll get banned. Do you deny BOD? If so, you adhere to false teachings. Yeah, baptism of desire. Chicada believed in baptism of desire. I mean, I like the man. I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything. Uh, Baptism of desire is absolutely a thing. Now, if you come from the whole um, most holy Catholic family, monastery or whatever, um, I've written to that guy and he hasn't replied. Uh, Baptism of desire is absolutely a thing. It was always a thing. And you, you need to understand what that means before you open your mouth because I bet my life on it, that if I ask you to come live here right now and explain to me what you think pattern of desire is, you'll get it wrong. So don't speak out of turn. Uh, Father Chicada was a far better man than you will ever be. So be still and learn before you speak out of turn. Exactly. Mirkwood has got some hint of it no no one will be damned without being responsible for it themselves absolutely that is one point james drew peterson shapiro etc don't trust the owner's recommendations for people always have to be aware of dudes he has on yeah i mean he's he's had some pretty uh, he doesn't have a very good track record with that so yeah that quote is when I fell in love with the Kurgan, burnt at the stake. Yeah, I, um, actually, I think it was James Fox, that's Higgins, that said uh, one of his favorite things in my book, Believe, was like that I said, remember, you know, if you're a good Catholic, your whole job is to spread light. And sometimes that means setting fire to enemy encampments. <laughs> yeah, I think that went down quite well with a lot of people, actually. No one is too trusting sometimes, but I think he's a good guy. You know, every look, there's no good guy. Everybody's a bit of an asshole in some way, sometime. But um, overall, I think he he probably means well. Um, I've recently had some weird, disturbing reports, but I don't know enough about it. I haven't investigated, and I don't really care. Um, something about him getting donations to buy some land which was supposed to be for the Bears but then it just ended up being for himself but I I don't know like I said you know it could all be rumor and bullshit I don't really know the exact details of it has anyone seen the Owen Benjamin versus Marty Leeds videos no I don't know what that is and his grandpa's quote about 10 oxen teams yeah Yep, yep. One, Herapus, equals more than ten ox cards. Yep. God knows our hearts. Of course our desire is significant. Yep, indeed. Owen is a funnel for ideas. The point of origin is open wide, but eventually the funnel narrows. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Because, uh, you know, you've got to have discernment to begin with. It's, it's very easy to... You know, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong to forgive people their mistakes, that's fine. But, um, you know, when you start, to cont- when you continually make the same kind of mistake over and over and over and over again, you're not learning. So, then your funnel's a bit too open. I'm free Friday night as usual and Monday night as it is the Day of Atonement here. Okay, Monday nights are pretty tough for me, so I'd say Friday night. Yeah, Friday night works. Um, just ping me a little email the, the day before or something just to remind me. Owen is building a campground and he's letting the people who donated there hunt and camp there for free. Okay, well, so there you go. You know, maybe maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. I get, I get a lot of bullshit. I ignore most of it. Okay, I'm out. Good. Bye. Don't, don't feel the need to announce yourself when you come in or leave. You know, you're not that important. Our Lady of Victory intercede for us, indeed. Bears and Gammas make the same mistake. Um, I don't know that they do. Uh, I think, generally speaking, Oh, pardon me. Ooh. I think, generally speaking, the bears, from what I've seen, are genuine people. I, I would, you know, if as a class, I would say, generically, they tend to be quite naive, quite positive, and and meaning really, you know, good people meaning well. That's, that's how I see most of the bears. Then you get some of the bears that are a little bit more discerning. I remember a couple of them in particular. I forget the name. The one guy that I had an argument with about, Sort of an argument about he was saying that you can get really good by practicing with um, airsoft pistols instead of the real thing. And I was like, Look, we're talking about two different things. But he's like, I think Windex something or other. I don't know if he listens to the stream or whatever, but he's a pretty cool guy. And he got to a point where he kind of stopped listening to Owen or whatever and he, he just said, I kind of agree with some of the stuff. And you know, that's fair enough. Um, but. Um, Yeah, generally I'd say the bears are pretty cool people. Hmm. And gammas make the same Oh, Okay, you say nothing that Owen says should be taken literally. Well, I I kind of agree with you, and yet I don't think that that's the bear's problem. I think that's a bit more of an Owen problem. You know, if, if nothing you say can be taken literally, then, you know, can you be trusted sort of thing? You should be pretty clear in what you say and what you mean, you know. And I think Owen is in certain things, but if there's if there's some confusion being created, then and it's the same type of confusion over time. That's pretty much a new, you know, evangelical here. To what do you attribute the Catholic propensity for higher art versus Protestants? I noticed heavily in literature, truth, uh, simple truth. Catholicism is based in truth, and and truth ultimately is with God, and God is all the good things. God is love. God is justice. God is truth. God is beauty. Beauty is one of the uh, qualities, virtues, uh, for for a Catholic, or in Catholicism, beauty is a virtue. Protestants are schismatic heretics. They um, They have forgotten the roots. They've forgotten the history. They haven't got a clue of what the Bible talks about, how it interrelates to each other. They don't know all the things that the average Catholic peasant in the 13th century just knew and understood when he looked at the stained glass window that was representing certain elements of the Psalms that linked to the New Testament. And the average Catholic peasant would just know what that was. The most learned of Protestants today hasn't got a clue about it. Um, they have separated themselves from their history. They're they're the commies of of Christianity. Protestants are basically, you know, oh, let's just all start from year zero again. Um, Once you let go of that, uh, you know, you can't you can't figure anything out. Will not do that again. Won't even attend non-Catholic service. Quite correct. Even before I was baptized, I. Um, I'd been to see a few proper Latin masses with, with uh you know, the guys I eventually did get baptized with in Italy. Um, and uh and then I went to see uh, a novus orco mass and I walked out in the middle of it while the like, guy was still halfway through. It was just like I was with my at the time we, we weren't married yet, but uh, we I just walked everybody out, like her and, and the daughter out. I was just like, No, this is an abomination. And um, you know, it was a good thing I didn't actually walk down the middle of the thing and tell that priest that he was a heretic to his face. Owen's latest t-shirt says, just build it. Community is true wealth. Thoughts? Yeah, community is is true wealth. Um, uh, you know, you've got to be... Care- when it comes to community, you've got to be careful of leaders, right? You've got to be very careful of leaders. Because in today's world, today's world, zeitgeist is secular. And there are very few honest leaders. Um, Mostly they're interested in money or or using you or abusing you in some way. So if I were to create a community, my attitude would be, you know, right, here's the community. Let's say we are going to buy a piece of land, right? Let's say we're going to buy whatever, I don't know, 50 hectares of stuff. All right, 50 hectares of stuff. These are the contribution levels that you you can have starting at. Whatever I don't know, five hundred bucks two grand, whatever. And however much money you put in, you get a parcel of land. And in fact, I would go so far as to like say, right. First we buy it, and then we allocate the land. And if we can't decide, then we'll draw by lot. You know. And if you put in ten grand, obviously you got to get ten grands worth of land. If you put in five hundred bucks, you're gonna get five hundred bucks worth of land. Um, you know, that's sort of a project could happen but it would it would take a lot of work up front because you would need to understand how you're going to divide the land you're going to need to understand well you know what about the guy who's got a little pocket of land right in the middle and he needs an access road you know how you're going to build all st- that stuff what about the infrastructure what about neighbors what about living on top of each other so you know it would be something that you would probably do with like three four people not 500 you know and three, four people need to have a substantial amount of money to do that. So that's the way I would go about it. Um, and then that would remove the point of having a leader other than the guy who starts the process. But if you are then going to build up a community, it would be a community based on uh, hierarchy, seniority, and uh, voting. It would not be a democracy. It would be a hierarchical system more or less, almost feudal really, um, sort of a republic slash feudal system is what I would have. I've written a white paper about this but it's written up by hand and I haven't, you know, uh, digitized it, so... Uh, Drop bear Kirkham, would you have any suggestions on old-school Catholic texts to read? One of the most brilliant catechisms of the Catholic Church is by a guy called Carlo Dragone, but I believe it's only available in Italian. Um, Catechism of Trent is fine. It's a bit rigid and stiff and pretty hardcore, but that's because it was a response to Protestantism. So understandably, uh, you know, it's it's just dealing with a big picture scenario stuff. Pretty much, probably anything before 1958 that was written before 1958 would be a decent thing. I've got a book that I bought called, um, uh, what's it called? Hold on, it's, I've got it here, just give me a second. There we go. i got to climb over some bottles and stuff here. so. I got. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know if it's good or not. But um, there you go. Oh, let's see there. How Catholic priests help build and can help rebuild Western civilization, and and that's a fact. That the Catholic priest did that. But I I have not actually had a chance to read the book yet. I've had it for a while. I gave a copy to my priest, um, and then I bought it again because I still want to read it. But I it just haven't had a. As Catholics, we should not attend the services of false religions. Absolutely correct. Oh, the downvoters here. Hey, downvoter. Did you notice something about the name of this book, Downvoter? Mm-hmm. hmm No relation to you at all. None. Um, the bears listen to someone who is very persuasive and have a tendency to make the same mistake that Owen does. Yeah. I would I would I would not disagree with that. That's ever ever change yet? Yeah. one thing is important the bears will fight on the side of good and rip their tickets apart that's absolutely true and that's what i mean overall the bears are good guys you know I, I like the bears a bear on instagram kept telling me to watch his stream instead of going to church he's nazarian or something whatever i don't know what a nazarian is sounds like somebody with a nose ring i have to go good night and evening all right good of you to come in do Protestants even rise to the level of schismatic. Uh, it, no, it, you're right. I mean, in, in my I was trying to be polite. That's the Kurgans' way of being polite. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Protestants are not Christians. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> you know, uh, I consider it Orthodox schismatic, uh, Protestants. You know, fake Novus orcus, They're they're not Christians, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're zero barbarians, exactly. EA, read that link before you smear the name of a holy priest. Indeed. Mirkwood, that's true. Many bears would do that. Like all groups, there will be a mix. But uh, in the bears, there's a high percentage of the good and true. I would agree. Overall, I would say that the bears are are a good bunch of people. Um, Like I said, a little bit naive, but I think a lot of them are quite young. And I want to believe and I want to be on the side of good. So, you know, you can't fault them too much, really, I don't think. Section 4.2 of your new book, Heresies of the 16 Documents, has been very valuable and maybe my favorite section of the book. Well, thank you very much for saying so, because I tell you that was definitely the most painful part of the book to write for me. Uh, My editor also enjoyed it, apparently. Uh, I personally found it a drag, but um, it had to be done, it was required. it it, it was work that needed to be done because no one else has done it so they've done parts of it but no one has done every single document and believe me i have read every single one of them here they are every single one of them highlighted noted up (laughs) i am still researching all the info and links still writing review so far nine out of ten thanks buddy that that's better be five stars, though, because that's 4.5 if you round it to five, and 4.5 rounds to five. <laughs> Wally Ram, I'm not joking. Don't you need to be in some way part of the Catholic faith to schism from it? I, I, I'm i not joking either. I, I honestly was trying to be polite. Um, because, you know, I, I know that not all Protestants are satanic demon worshippers. In fact, as far as churches go, I would say your average... Um, Novus Orca priest is is more of a Satanist than your, your average Protestant uh, priest. Your average average Protestant preacher is 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 a grifter. Your average um, you know Novus orco priest is is a knowing deceiver. So that's worse. And and there are Protestants that were just brought up into it, you know, and they they don't know any better because they they never had a chance to to learn any better. Um, and they're good people at heart. They're just deceived. But yeah, I don't consider them Christians. Um, they're not Christians. They're they're fooled. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're told that. And they're making, really, they're making a choice. Their choice is to be ignorant, is to choose ignorant. Uh, you know, that's a choice. So, in the book of Luke, it says that the power left Jesus for a bit when a woman touched his clothing as he was walking. Have you ever heard of an explanation for this? Oh, Yeah. My power has left me many times when a woman has touched me, a bit more than just my robe. But, uh, you know, (laughs) that's all I can say to that. Um, He obviously felt the draining of his, it makes sense to me, you know, you've got a male energy and some woman like, they're also psychic vampires, I don't know. Um, I know the bit you're talking about in the Bible, but I think you just turned around and said, who touched me? And then I don't remember the story, something like that. But there are people that definitely sap your energy. Um, I avoid them like the plague. And then I I also know how to make them not come near me because I'm quite capable of giving you energy that you don't want to be absorbing. Um, and, And they're very unpleasant people to be around anyways. But, you know, a very pretty woman that is attracted to you can also drain your energy. And I'm not talking about just the physical aspect, which I was, you know, jokingly referring to earlier. They can actually really drain your, your uh, attention, your, your intellect, your psychic. Uh, I don't even, I don't know that we have a word for it, but they can sort of like just drag a bunch of energy out of you. Not in a bad way. Um, in a way that you don't even mind giving away, you know, just like uh, vampires hypnotize you, and you're like, oh yeah, go ahead, drain me, <laughs> that sort of a thing. By the way, vodka Russian standard is pretty good. No, no, that's that's what my Russian friends clean their engines with. It's No. Runner Bean says, do you think there is a conflict in Charging money to help people with psychological counseling issues. I used to work in a psych hospital and it stuck me that the involvement of money always changed the dynamic. Voluntary help always seemed better. Yeah, there is a definite issue with that, but I don't know what the fix is. um, Other than, you know, back in the old days, you didn't have psychiatrists. You had your priest and you had your friends. And if you didn't have your friends, you had your priest and uh, i think that's probably a better a better system Um, yeah medicine and mental health will be much improved by placing it back in the hands of the religious absolutely yeah see i hadn't even read that and we were on the same page where can we find your paper on how to start a community you can't it's buried somewhere in one of my diaries Um, and it's written out by hand, so it's not going to appear to the latter day anytime soon. Just think it through. You know, you can figure out your own ways and you'll make mistakes. Everybody does, but you might come up with a better system. Yeah, I read the Council of Trent. It was hard going at me. It is hard going. It's, it's pretty. This um, Catechism of uh, Carlo Dragone is awesome. It's every time I've picked that book up, it's any paragraph that I read is, is just. Every time I do it, I just want to slap myself for not having done it often enough and and I haven't read the whole thing through yet and it's just bothering me. I I, I really need to put some time aside to do that. Um, Or maybe just do it without the time aside. That's probably what I should do. In Canada, there is laws against multiple dwellings on one's property. Sometimes you have to break the law though. In Italy too, very stupid laws. I don't know the origin of it, but yeah, in Italy, it's very difficult for you to have more than one house on a property, Uh, even if you've got agriculture, it's it's like a very convoluted system. I think the Protestantism push from the beginning was enabling usury again, but I'm still researching the issue. Uh, Possibly, uh, usury is, you know, scum, really. Any layman will benefit from reading and rereading the Catechism of Trent. Probably true. Um, I did find it a bit dry and a bit, a little bit hard going. Like I said, the, a proper catechism written well is, is, is a joy to read. It truly really is. Yeah. Waiting for the downvote to say hail Kurgan. Well, he's, he's had the downvote. Um, I think he just pops in, does his thing, and pops out again. I can't stand to, like, see my success with all of you people here. Okay, I'm getting pretty sleepy, finally. Where are we? Uh, thanks, Kurgan and all. Got some gardening to do. God bless, and have a good night day. Thank you, Drop Bear, and thank you for popping in. Baltimore Catechism books. Do you know what I'm talking about, Wooly Ram? I've heard them mentioned before. Dances with Logos. I don't know them. I haven't read them. I mean that the education of doctors and nurses should be in the hands of the church. It absolutely should. Um, but then, of course, it would have to be the actual church and not the satanic scum hole that um, that pretends to be the church. Also look for the spiritual life series sponsored by Nova's Order Watch. Yeah Nova's Order Watch is kinda good, they've got some good stuff there, but sometimes they're just a bit weird, you know, like when I was trying to figure out, you know, what was going on and then I realized, okay, wait, there's a code of canon law of nineteen seventeen. Like where wait you know, where is that? Like why can't I find that online? It took me ages to find it, and I even emailed the guys at Nova's Order Watch and said, listen, where is that? And they're like, Oh well that, that, that's just the rules of the church, it's not that important. I was like fuck you mean it's not that important? That was weird to me. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there's probably more than one guy there. Religious being monks and nuns. Yeah, I don't know about that. Monks and nuns are a bit weird because these are people that are removing themselves from the world. Priests do not remove themselves from the world, neither do bishops. And I think that monks and nuns can be a bit weird, and they can be a bit odd, and they definitely have their function, but they're best left to their own little community. They work best when they're left to their own little community. And then what they give to the world, they bring from their little place, they bring that out, but they don't necessarily interact with the world as much. Um, That's why you get things like Gregorian chants, really cool beers or wines or whatever, or art or what-have-you. I think as far as mental health and that sort of thing goes I think that's more the department of people who do interact with the world and that's priests and bishops. Nationalist, nationalist. There he is again. Uh, given by the priest Fire Bretonard Utley OSB Okay, I don't know what that's referring to. Hospitals used to be affordable when they were run by the religious. Indeed, um, you know, the Knights Hospitalier really were uh, kind of, they, they were a whole order that was set up to provide um, hospitals for pilgrims. Oh, yes, it's interesting to observe both Novus Orca folks and Protestants like to talk shit about hardcore old school Catholicism. Well, of course, that's because they're the same people. You you have to understand that the Novus Orca was an absolutely Protestant uh, machination um, fueled by Freemasons. And, you know, again, while I don't believe necessarily that the original Protestant uh, Reformation was started by Freemasons, they certainly made use of it. You know, it was started by sex perverts, a German fat monk who wanted to bang nuns and an English king who wanted to kill and divorce his wives. Um, that's what started Protestantism. And then the Freemasons who came along a couple of hundred years later, used the secularizing of Christianity that, that Protestantism had started and they used that to um, destroy the various royal houses and eventually infiltrate the church and so on. But but um, it is, uh, you know, while the infiltration of the church was definitely a satanic movement, so was Protestantism. Um, it's just was a lot more overtly satanic in terms of Freemasonry um, than generic Protestantism. But they are really from the same branch. Um Can I be a Canadian nationalist, even if I wasn't born in Canada? I don't know, dude. Um, You know, I guess choose your ground and and, and fight for it, I suppose. Come to Japan, y'all. See how a unified nation rolls. Diversity is not a strength. No, of course it's not. Jurgen, many Protestant churches in the U.S. have rainbow flags and God is inclusive on them. They're satanic churches. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you, don't don't get me wrong. I, I was talking about the historical progression. In today's world, I consider Protestant churches no different from uh, from Novus Orca churches. They are absolutely satanic, um, except they have less of the, um, shall we say, status that the Novus Orca churches have, having usurped an actual original Real church stuff. So it doesn't matter where you burn, does your lineage go back to the English and French settlers, or even better, to the Iroquois? I guess. (laughs) Gaijing TV stays xenophobic and weird. (laughs) Very good to Japan. Dancer with Logos is recommended by set aside on how catechized visitors of their church have to be received communion. Okay, I think that's referring to the Baltimore Catechism. Off to soccer, but I'm going to score a goal for the Kurgan Gaijin. Very good! We, Baka Gaijin, are very grateful. DPM, that's Owen's burner account. What is? I don't know, DPM, you should you should form complete sentences. We all don't live in your head. Should I just skip it and read the Council of Trent? The Baltimore book seems like good quiz format. That That's what a catechism should be. It should be in a sort of question and answer format. So I don't know, you know. You're the high priestess. We trust you. If you read them, let us know if they were any good. Is it possible to fund modern wars without usury? Uh, that's a very excellent question, Woolly Ram. You see, I actually understood the Jewish mindset when I was in my twi- I was 26, and I started reading. And I, I hope my father still has that translation of the of the Old Testament because it was brilliant. And the Orthodox Jews hated that a goyim had that translation of it was very accurate. Um, And I was reading uh, a passage in the Old Testament where, and I forget the names and who it was, but these brothers um, make this deal that um, one brother gets all the white sheep and another brother gets all the mottled or like sheep that have like different colors on them. And the brother that gets the sheep that have different colors on them plants, different colored sticks in the field so that the sheep will be born like zebra a little bit because I guess the 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 idea in the Bible is that if the sheep are surrounded by like brown sticks they will be born with like brown lines and he's like so this guy is like trying to fucking cheat his own brother like you know on how many sheep he's gonna have and it's just like the fuck only a Jew could think that way you know like why would you want to fuck your own brother out of sheep you know it's just like what but then I don't know. He was probably, you know, a stepbrother, half brother, who knows, because of those four wife problems. See? Okay, Vespers. What are puppies? I don't know. Um, absolutely. Medicine and health would be better in religious hands. Right now in Norway, our gay health minister made Viagra and puppies available without prescription. Sickening. Oh, puppies are like um an opiate essentially. The runner bean had counseling from age seven to sixteen. You can't pay people enough to truly care. Hope is priceless. Yeah, um and Baron von Blair, if you actually had counseling from age seven to sixteen, I feel I'm very sorry for you, man. You know, just don't worry. You you can still be good. You know, you can still be normal. <laughs> just probably ignore most of the shit they would try to put in your head. Uh, Oh, Vespers gives us some uh, new insight. Poppies are a medicine used by gays for making their farting muscles go soft. (laughs) That's just a lot more information than than I wanted to read, but it's very, very well explained. (laughs) I, I think that's that's gonna be one of my favorite new takedowns you are using medicines to make your farting muscles go soft (laughs) that's that's the best way of calling someone gay that I've ever heard (laughs) that's hilarious yeah I wouldn't disagree that the Japanese are noble pagans I was a noble noble heathen myself for a long time, so I could absolutely relate to them. Yeah, they are. And Chris Govea says, no, my lineage is Portuguese, Spanish, and a little Indian feathers, and black. Well, dude, you can probably just choose a spot and blend in. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to not be too explicit. <laughs> well, regardless, I'm ass- I'm assuming you, you might be uh, Dutch, because... <laughs> The way you you worded that was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) My great-grandmother was a nun that left the church in the 50s around the time of Vatican II. Uh, Well, you know, I, I can see why she would have done that. I actually know a mason, 33 degree order, whatever that means. Yes, I met a mason, and I know one that wanted to become one and and join. Uh, One was supposedly Orthodox. They were both Jews, actually, uh, and one was supposedly an Orthodox Jew. I don't know if they carried on with it or whatever. But, yeah, I wasn't impressed with the. Oh! I... Instinctively had an instinctive complete rejection of anything to do with Freemasonry, even when I had no clue what they were. Um, and I, you know, as a hobby, I, um, I sort of infiltrated and, and got to watch all sorts of different cults. But when it came to Freemasons, I was just like, nah, something there is badly wrong, and I want nothing to do with it. And uh, it was just instinctive, I don't know, I had, I had no knowledge of them until much later, so. deal the early Baltimore Catechism, 1880, should be fine. It went through some revisions as late as the 1960s, so be mindful. Yeah, that's the thing about getting old Catechisms, make sure they weren't, like, you know, changed. Because they're saying, oh, the Baltimore Catechism of 1948. But then you see it's like was revised in 1963 and then revised again in 1985. Uh, network architect? I don't know. You guys are talking. Oh, he's a network architect. The uh, the 33 degree guy. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds, I would keep away from him. Kava or Prosecco, which is better? Well, Kava definitely gets to my head more. But I quite like Prosecco. Even if I start within a year, it will take a decade or so. Wooly Ram, I think you're wrong. I do not think it takes a decade to become a priest. Um, you might have to go to seminary, and there is a seminary in Turin. Um, they do speak English. I don't think it takes 10 years. Um, ask the priest, email him, don't be shy, and I'll tell him that I told you to email him. Demetrius Bell says, I'm part Venetian because you legends conquered half of my family's islands in Cephalonia. (laughs) Yeah, we tend to, you know, instead of Veni, Vidi, Vici, it was like uh, you know, which is Latin for I came, I uh, saw, I conquered. We're like, Vedi, Veni, Vici. We saw, we came, we conquered. You <laughs> know, sort of, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But good means you've got good genes, Demetrius. And Dixie Catholic says, Dancer Logos here, are my other cities recommend the Baltimore Catechism, if that helps. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I just don't, I haven't read it myself, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, Woolly Ram says, The mottled and white sheep story is from the life of Jacob and his dealings with Laban, the father of his wives. There you go. Do you think God created other civilizations separated from us or were all originated here on earth? and they just branched off. Um, I don't know, there's there's a, a couple of ways to look at it. You could look at it as possibly, you see instinctively I would, I would assume that God is not just the God of the solar system or whatever, but rather the God of the entirety of creation. And in that respect, Uh, my personal experience was very personal. But I also think there's so many ways to look at it. I mean, I'll I'll just give you like the first three things that pop into my head. One is you could have various gods that have various sectors of the universe to look after and our God slash Jesus, whatever, was just for this sector. I don't particularly think that's uh, the, the truth. I think that's probably a heretic concept, but logically, I don't know of anything that tells me that that couldn't be the case. Um, The other option is, no, God is indeed the creator of all things, of everything, of the entire universe, and we are the only unique special beings in it, because in a second instance, after the second coming, we will then have other jobs to do. And perhaps those jobs will be to populate other planets, other solar systems, and so on. That's an alternative. Or three, which I think is more likely because we have evidence of it, there are other intelligent beings on other planets, other galaxies, and so on. And we are not alone at all. And I don't know how our relationship to them in terms of being fallen or not fallen works. It may well be that each civilization has done their own weird little thing. Uh, It may be that other civilizations are saved. I don't think so, given what I think I know about what happened on Mars and so on. Uh, So I think my personal take, if I had to bet money on it, would be that the entire physical universe is the fallen world. Uh, is part of the material world, is part of the fallen world, and therefore to a higher or lower extent is probably all under the dominion of Satan to a certain extent, but with the overarching, obviously always, um, power of God over over it all. And there may well be other realms beyond this physical, um, worldly, Universe of matter that is, you know, billions of times bigger than this, and um, this is just like a little pocket timeout space for uh, the bad guys. Okay, guys, I'm starting to fade, so I'm just gonna quickly scroll through your comments in case there's any questions or. Uh love new nations will form you You'll find yours. I have lots of kids. <laughs> and Chris Covea says he's very interested in masonry. Not the free kind though. <laughs> Good. Learn to build. That's, that's a skill to have, especially if you're in Canada, because that place is cold, man. Good night and a bit, guys. Enjoyed the discussion. Do you think an EMP will kickstart the boogaloo or will come during it? Uh, Jordan, James, my attitude is that I sincerely hope if the boogaloo kicks off, the EMPs, hopefully not by nukes going off near me, do kick off. Because in a world without electronics, I am going to become a warlord of a large nation. Um, And militaries without electronics, modern militaries without electronics, again, I will become the warlord of a large nation, (laughs) you know. Something to be said for if the boogaloo hits, I would definitely, uh, almost certainly go to complete electronic blank out and uh, do everything uh, the old way. And, uh, you know, a military force that is trying to hunt you down and you've got no electronic signature at all, they're going to have a tough time. And they're going to lose men. What is the boogaloo? Uh, the apocalypse, the shitstorm, when everything collapses, uh, financial ruin, and people running riot in the street, eating each other because they've run out of food in the supermarkets. Xenosdart <laughs> says, something fun that is coming soon. <laughs> I guess your generation said after all. <laughs> The boogaloo is when all music will be replaced with banjo ditties. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. Spoons will become an instrument again. <laughs> uh, my husband can play the banjo. Oh, that's awesome. We will regress from nylon to cat gut strings. Well. You know, as long as you've got a a good bow,
1: <laughs> plus there's enough
0: plastic out there that I reckon you know it'll last for a little while. Our kids will have to learn how to use guts, cats, gut, but uh, we might be okay for a while. Do you have any thoughts on C.S. Lewis space trilogy? Yeah, I couldn't read it. Oh, I found it boring all to hell. Um, I'm not a huge fan of C.S. Lewis. I think he's too English, and he kind of avoids the point. I'd much rather um, read um, uh, uh, G.K. Uh, Chesterton. I'd much rather have Chesterton than, than Lewis. Banjo-bagpipe wits are the best. Good God. I might just be able to fit in there with the sax, with my sax. Can you play Moonlight Sonata on the banjo? No! More importantly, if your husband can play uh, Wayfaring Stranger the way that uh, 16 Horsepower plays it, that is the only song I know of by heart, and it's one of my very favorite songs. I think Only Brothers in Arms is probably better than that. But um, yeah. Good night, Kurgan. He's shaking his head. No. Oh, well, come on, come on, he's, he's got to be able to sing the other one. That will be awesome. What do I think heaven is? Uh, no idea. Uh, some place that's probably too good for me to get there, straight away, for sure, anyway. So I'm probably going to have to pass a long time in purgatory, which I'm not looking forward to at all. So, you know, if there's a shortcut, man up there, you know, let me know. Try and take it if it's not too painful. So you don't like Narnia, Nah. Eh, Narnia's okay, but you know, if you play Dungeons and Dragons the way I did with my brother and friends when I was a kid, nah, eh, Narnia's like, nah, eh, eh, you know. I don't think I can watch your stream anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess you, you know, I, I don't know, the Narnia characters were just like a bit, uh, Cat gut is made from sheep intestines. Cat is a corruption of kit, which is Welsh for fiddle. Horse mumbler. That's an apt name, given your knowledge of etymology of cat gut. Okay, guys. Thank you all very much for being here. It's uh, it's been great. Thanks for coming on such an impromptu, random live stream. And uh, always, of course, thank you to the high priestess of the Kurgan cult, because uh, she's awesome, and Woolly Ram. Uh, next Friday the crown of martyrdom is one such a come on dude yeah Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of being a martyr you know I mean if I have to die I hope it's like surrounded by enemies with a pile of bodies around me swinging you know Um, yeah all right well Good night all, and again, thank you very much, very kind of you all, and Wooly Ram, we're on for next Friday, probably around, I might have to be a little bit later, might have to be like my 8.30, which I think is around your 9.30, or maybe even 10.30, so try and catch some Z's before if you can, and pick a topic, dude, because, you know, you're awesome, you've got a lot of stuff that you know that I don't, so. Ah, your husband sounds like a pretty cool guy. I don't know half of what he is able to do. I wouldn't know anything about him if I didn't ask. <laughs> He's humble. <laughs> I'm guessing he might also be a little bit older than you are. That's that's very cool, though. Okay, good night, everybody, and, and thank you. And uh, and thank you to Baron von Blair, and God bless you, man. You know, if, if you're struggling with that, what I think you might be struggling with, that's that's a tough one. So, C4 to my wheelchair there you go that's the that's the spirit <laughs> Sylvester you and me dude when I'm about 105 <laughs> we'll take out the bad guys all right good night all